Hello friends and welcome. I hope you all woke up this morning with medicine on your mind. I know I sure did. My name is Sonia Surya and I am so excited that you're here with me on this unique journey in exploring various medical fields and how to navigate the educational and professional pathways within them. If you're like me and are thinking of a career in healthcare or are even just interested in hearing about different careers in general, keep listening to hear from a real professional about their personal experiences and advice. There is no better way to explore the field of medicine. And of course, if you enjoy this episode and others, feel free to share this podcast with friends and family. My main goal here is to bring as much knowledge as I can to as many different people as possible. So with that, let's get right into our interview for the day. Um, Thank you so much for being here to do this interview today. Um, To start out, could you just introduce yourself to our listeners? So your name, your career, where you're from, um, where you live now, and also some things you enjoy doing outside of work. Hi, so my name is Dr. Rashida Gertu, um, and I'm a family physician. um, And I also work as a sexual health physician with our public health unit. Um, I'm originally from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and I did all my training over in Alberta. Um, But currently, I'm working in Ontario, in Canada as well. Um, in Mississauga, which is, I guess, for American listeners, just outside of Toronto. Um, And things that I like doing outside of work. Um, I like watching movies. I love spending time with family. Um, I do like to read, but obviously with work and life, sometimes it gets a bit tricky to find time to do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think most of my, like, time away from work is just spending time with my family yeah yeah that's great thank you um so could you elaborate a little bit more on what you do in your job um in both of your uh roles as a physician and also working with the um, public health department yeah so um part of my time I work in a family practice so um as a family physician I'm seeing people for their primary care so I'm seeing newborns all the way to 80 and 90 year olds providing all sorts of primary care looking after their varying health issues um and i've been doing that for almost 14 years um and then probably in 2014 i started working with our local public health unit in their healthy sexuality program um as one of their physicians um part of our program is um we do testing and treatment for STIs as well as we provide low cost birth control to people who may not have insurance um just improving access for those in the community who may, who may not have access otherwise yeah. um yeah and then last year I just took on their medical director role so that just adds a little bit more to my plate which I've been enjoying a lot yeah i love that i love the work that you're doing with the public health department mm-hmm. um so how did you originally decide that you wanted to pursue medicine and what are some different like specialties that you maybe considered and how did you kind of um, settle on what you do now? Um, so I was actually thinking about why, trying to think of um, why I went into medicine in the first place. And, um, you know, it just felt right. It kind of combined all the things that I enjoy. I love working with people. Um I always loved the sciences and it just was a great way to incorporate all my interests. Yeah. Um, as part of my training, 
um, well, during my undergrad, before medical school, actually, my background, my undergrad was in science psychology. Mm. Um, so a lot of neuroscience and human behavior, um, which I really enjoyed. And that kind of gave me a chance to dabble in sciences. But there was a lot of humanities and um, as part of that as well. Um, when I got into medical school, I did look into other options in terms of what I wanted to do in terms of specialization. And that included psychiatry and it included pediatrics as well. Um, but after part of my training, I realized that I just enjoy a little bit of everything and being a family yeah. physician gave me the opportunity to really, um, you know, cater to that and dabble in things that I enjoyed more um, because as a family physician, I do you know, psychiatry, I do prenatal care, I do look after babies, I look after the elderly, and it's a great way to follow, you know, patients and their families from, you know, young ages, and as they get older, and kind of move through life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, okay, so my next question is, what was the education process like to get to your career? Um, and maybe where did you do your education? Um, and I'm particularly interested in this, because you did your education in Canada, and so I don't really know how um, the medical pathway looks there to get into this field. Yeah, so um, exactly, like I'm not sure what it is in the States, but here in Canada, uh, most of the medical schools do require um, that you do a minimum of two or three years, depending on the program, um, in an undergrad program. So usually people are doing um, their Bachelor of Science. So I did mine like a that at the University of Alberta, which is in Edmonton, I was doing my um, degree in uh, science psychology. After that, I did um, get admitted to the Faculty of Medicine, the medicine program at University of Calgary, again in Alberta. Um, the difference with um, Calgary's program is that it's a three-year program for medical school compared to the traditional four years because we didn't have any holidays. We essentially went for three years continuous. Mm. Um, so that was kind of, it was nice. I enjoyed it, saved a, a year, though it was extremely tough because you didn't really get a break in between. Um, and after that, then I did a two-year uh, specialty training in family medicine, and that was at the University of Alberta, again, in Edmonton. So um, yeah, undergrad, and then, you know, three years of medicine, and then two years of residency after that. Um, and then I started practicing almost, yeah, it was 2006 that I finally graduated and started practicing. Yeah. Um, do you think that that, like, one year that you saved, like, do you see that helping you at all? Or do you kind of feel like you're in the same spot as people who did, like, a four-year medical school? Um, I think, I mean, I enjoyed it. It went well for me. I think it really depends on the person and their learning style. Um, mm -hmm. the university that we were at, I mean, at the time it was a little bit different than the traditional teaching where you're sort of sitting there in lectures. I mean, we had lectures as well, but a lot of it was, um, self-directed. Um, we used to do a lot of small group work. I know a lot of medical schools are changing and kind of doing that type of model as well. And we did a lot of problem-based learning. Um, so it worked for me. The program also was great for um, some of my classmates who were in other careers previously. So we had some people who were engineers previously, teachers, nurses, who decided later on that they wanted to retrain. Um, they were had an interest in medicine. So they were actually coming to medical school um, later on, I guess, in their life. And so it did work well for some people just, you know, to save that time. Obviously, yeah. medical school can be expensive as well for some people. So that's 
another kind of nice thing where you're saving a year's of tuition. Um, So I I really enjoyed it. I think from in terms of training, um, again, it depends on the person. I sort of knew what I wanted to do um, in terms of specialties. So I felt like I had enough exposure to all the different disciplines. Though I know for some people, because we had a little bit less time in terms of our elective time compared to some of the other schools, um, maybe some people who didn't really have a clear idea what they wanted to do, they could have benefited from an extra year. But in terms of training, I think we kind of came out equivalent to other medical schools. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that that is, I feel like that's good information just because I know that right now I'm um, looking at some like direct med programs mm-hmm. um, that are like accelerated. Yeah. And um, they don't actually cut off. I mean, here we do like four years of undergrad and four years of med school. Um, and it doesn't cut off like a year off of the med school. It actually cuts off from your undergrad. And so oh, okay. I'm trying to think of like what you felt like was helpful or maybe not even that helpful about like, you know, gaining a year from like people around you. But I think that that was that was good to hear. Yeah. Um, I mean, and yeah. I, the advantage for me also was, um, I guess, advantage, disadvantage. I mean, it worked out for me, but um, I mean, I, I guess I graduated and was into practicing relatively young compared to some of my Mm, colleagues so again I mean everyone's different in terms of you know what their priorities are and what their learning style is and so it works for some people and may not be the great fit for others yeah yeah um okay so what kinds of challenges have you faced those could be like financial challenges or like academic um and how did you work through them I think probably the biggest challenge, and maybe this isn't specific to medicine and maybe to other careers as well, but just finding that balance with your work and yes. your personal life, um, that became more of a challenge as I became a mom, I've got a son, um, and just trying to make sure, you know, you're like, I'm very passionate about the work that I do and I, you know, have a great set of patients that I look after. Um, and just trying to not take on more than I can handle because, you know, I do want to be at home and spend time with my family, but also want to make sure that I'm available for my patients and providing good care. Um, and finding that balance um, was a bit of a challenge initially, especially when I was, you know, mom of a toddler <laughs> juggling, you know, daycare drop-offs and things like that as well. But um, slowly you sort of find that groove and kind of realize, you know, it's okay to say no, it's okay to kind of, you know, take on a certain amount and just do it really well, um, instead of kind of dabbling in too many things and not being able to, you know, do them to your full satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I know you talked about how in, in your line of work, you kind of see lots of different types of things and mm-hmm. like lots of age groups. What would you say um, is like the type of people that you would see like as a family physician like the most common age group or something like that oh my gosh that's a honestly I see pretty much anybody and everybody um I because now that I'm doing the work with sexual health um and do have an interest in that area um and because I am a female physician I probably do end up seeing more sort of young or sort of middle-aged women um Mm -hmm. And just, you know, um, even in my family practice, a lot of my colleagues will refer patients to me, for example, if they need an IUD insertion, or I do a pap smear clinic as well um, right. through our family practice. So patients of our practices um, 
will come to see me for that. So I, I probably do end up seeing younger women more just because of who I am in sort of the area of like a little niche that I've sort of taken up. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still have families that I see. I have babies and, you know, pediatric po- uh, population that I see. I do have some 80 plus patients as well. Um, so it's a, it's a nice diverse group and um, multi-generational families, which is kind of nice too. You know, you've got people within the same family that you're looking after and it's, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, how would you say medicine has shaped you as a person outside of your career? I think I've I've been very fortunate that I've been able to work in a variety of settings. So um, like I mentioned, I did my training in Alberta, which is sort of the Western part of Canada, which um, has a slightly different demographic. And soon after I graduated, um, I was doing some locum work. So I did work in some rural communities as well as within the city. Um, I also moved to Australia for four years and I was working there for some time. And then I moved back to Canada and I've been now working in Ontario. Just with the diverse group of people that I've worked with, um, it's given me a better understanding, I think, of, I guess, just some social structures that we have in place and how um, just getting a better understanding of various people's perspectives, sometimes understanding how privileged of a life I've lived and um, mm-hmm. understanding some of um, the nuances within people's lives that, you know, understanding that they may not have had access to the same privilege and how that can affect their health and access to good health care. Um, so I think especially in the last maybe, you know, five years or so, it's it's been really eye-opening for me to kind of just understand people and their background and, and just understanding how it affects their access to healthcare and, you know, why people may have, you know, a burden of illness that they do, they, they do and how like social factors are a huge um, contributor to that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. That sounds, that sounds like something I'm, I'm actually really excited to like when I get into this field, hopefully like mm-hmm. I really able to, kind of help different demographics of people too and see that so and I really like it's that. great within medicine like you realize um the privilege and the opportunity that you have to advocate for people who may not be have that voice and may not be able yeah. to advocate for themselves so um especially like again like within the sexual health work um that I do and just even within family practice it's just you know helping people that you know just just don't have access otherwise right so it, it's been yeah. really um eye-opening and you know, I, I've been really lucky that way. No, I love that. You are speaking my language right now. I love that so much. <laughs> um, okay, so I think my last question for today is just if you have um, like a big piece of advice that you could give someone like me who's looking um, into going into medicine um, and any kind of like, yeah, just medicine or just family practice in general. Um. A really I, I was thinking about um how to answer this <laughs> it's honestly medicine is amazing work um it's challenging the road to um finishing is a long process and it's a challenging process so it's very rewarding um people that I talk to that are looking into careers in medicine I always kind of remind them make sure you're doing it for the right reasons yeah you know sometimes people I find um not always but sometimes can choose medicine for the wrong reasons like for prestige for money and honestly there's so many other ways to do that in medicine if if that's kind of your reason for going into medicine I it's you know it may not be the thing that you're looking for yes that comes along with it but 
a lot of work. Um, and I, I feel um, if you're not in it for the right reason, sometimes it's very easy to burn out and um, get cynical and not enjoy the work that you're doing. So I, I think, you know, people take the opportunity to shadow, um, take an opportunity to, you know, talk to people. And that's great that you're doing this podcast because it, you know, gives people kind of a, um, a view into what medicine can be like. Um, yeah, so it's it's a great field. I love it. Um, family medicine's great because, like I said, you just you just get a diverse um, type of work that you get to do, and you know, dabble in what where your strengths are. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sort of yeah, yeah. Thank you so much um, again for for doing this interview. I um, I super appreciate it, and I love the work that you're doing um, in Canada. So, yeah, I think it's amazing. Thanks so much for inviting me to chat with you. It's been great. Yeah, yeah, of course. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Wasn't it just so wonderful to hear from such an incredible professional? I truly hope you were able to think medicine with me today. Again, my name is Sonia Surya, and I'm from Portland, Oregon in the United States. I'm always open to hearing new ideas that I can try out. If you have ideas for me, want to learn something more, or just want to send me your thoughts, click the voice message button on my profile at anchor.fm slash thinkmedicine or send it directly through the link anchor.fm slash thinkmedicine slash message. I'd love to hear from you all directly, and I'm open to expanding the type of content I offer. If you enjoyed this episode, share this podcast with someone who you think would love it as well. Thank you for being here today, and I'll talk to you again on the next episode of Think Medicine with Sonia.